Welcome to Focus 15, Episode 4, Full Throttle. During my lifetime, I've been very fortunate to have a number of mentors, both women and men, who've invested in me and who helped me understand things I might otherwise have missed. I'm deeply indebted to these people. As I develop my thoughts for today's Focus 15, one mentor kept coming to mind. Joe was an A-4 pilot, a Marine captain during Vietnam. He was also a brilliant businessman, actually one of the most outstanding leaders I've ever had the privilege to work with in my whole career. And it was amazing watching him make pipelines come to life. He was a mentor, he was a mirror, he was a map for me, and ultimately a great friend. I used to talk to Joe about what it took to fly airplanes often on carriers long before there was the type of technology that they have today. I remember several discussions where he told me how things would unfold through a series of events. I was most fascinated by what he told me about needing to think well ahead. He said that if you flew thinking about where you were instead of where you're going to be, you'd be in a lot of trouble. Joe had this ability to foresee how a series of actions would lead to an outcome or result which was absolutely predictable. It was almost as though he could see around corners. He said that almost every action causes a reaction, usually a series of reactions. He also said that inaction often causes the worst possible results and an erosion of self-confidence. Acting and not acting both have consequences. In just 22 days from now, you'll walk into your office on the day after Labor Day. Summer, in many respects, will be behind us, and an exciting, potentially turbulent environment lies ahead of us, full of opportunity for some. One way or another, we're going to wake up on September 6th, and we're going to be in go time. There's a short period of time between September 6th and midterm elections, between midterm elections and Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving and the end of the year. And there are two groups of people, people who are ready on September 6th because they planned to be ready, and those that are ultimately playing catch-up. I know which one of those two you'll be. You know which one of those two you will be. A client of mine asked me the other day what I had planned for this Focus 15, and I responded that I was going to talk about the fourth quarter. And she said, well, why would you talk about the fourth quarter in the middle of the third quarter? And my response was, what we do today, the actions we take, determine what the fourth quarter will be. And everybody talks about the upcoming last quarter of the year, but we're already in it. Anything that's going to happen is already in play now. So let's talk about full throttle execution. You, in essence, have 76 business days from September 6th to December 22nd. And it's important that you make every moment count. I'm going to give you today the Reader's Digest version of the five-month communication plan. And this calling methodology, which is my now retired former partner and I developed three midterm elections ago in 2014. So we basically have four types of calls that we can make to people. We can make relationship calls, situation calls, and there's no shortage of situations that we can talk to people about today, strategy calls, which are idea calls, 
and combination calls. And you need to determine for each individual person with whom you're trying to deepen your relationship, which call happens at what time. So let's focus on the next five months. It's now mid-August and soon it's going to be September. And a lot of our attitudes and psyches change in September because we feel summer's over and in the business that you're in, we think, oof, I have a lot to do before the end of this year. So if you're going to make a call now to your clients, to prospects, et cetera, it would basically be a call asking, oh, how's your summer going? Right? How are you? And I'd like to set up a time for us to have a conversation in person or over the phone where I can get an update from you, Ms. Dermis client, on what's been going on in your life since we last spoke give you an update on what we're seeing or experiencing, and we can talk about anything you want to accomplish over the course of the next several months. In early September, so the week of September 6th, those four days, you want to make as many calls as you can where you earn the right to ask the question, is there anything related to your financial situation that you want to review, address, or resolve before the end of the year? That's the question. And it's not just your financial situation as it relates to me, but because you have me, obviously of all the resources of my firm, but I also have a network that's your network if you want to utilize it, specialists in accounting, law, et cetera. You may ask your clients, have your view of risk evolved in any way? Have they changed in any way? And how does that affect investment strategies and choices that we're making together? Does the shift in interest rates and inflation have any impact on you? Or is it having any impact on someone that's important to you? Are you planning on making any gifts this year? Is there anything related to your retirement plan or retirement planning that you want to discuss or address? So there's many different questions that we can ask, and that's the September call. And it's really about asking that simple question of, is there anything that you want to make sure that we address, that you get crossed off your list related to your financial situation, your family's situation, or your business before the end of the year? And then offering people the resources to help them get that done. And of course, some people that you ask that question of will say, I don't know. I mean, I didn't need to think about that, which is fine. We just set a time to follow up, but we set a time to follow up in the short term. One of the first advisors back in 2014 that I shared this with called me back two days later. And he said to me, I called a client and asked that question exactly as you stated it. And my client said, yes, here's actually what I need help with, right? I need a home for $8 million worth of bonds that I have sitting here because I've recently fired my advisory team. Boom, by asking one simple question. And I know, I know what you're thinking, that's not going to happen every time. But if you don't place the call, it's not going to happen at all. 
I've also done this work with attorneys and CPAs, both as clients of mine and as part of the work with COI success teams that I do with many of you. And I've actually had attorneys, several attorneys, including that first year, say to me, Christy, you're killing me. Every client I ask that question of has work for me to do before the end of the year, right? I'm not even going to have a Christmas vacation. My answer, of course, was, well, you're welcome. <laughs> so let me be really specific about what I'm suggesting. I'm not suggesting that you stop your calling efforts for the next two weeks in August. But I'm suggesting that planning for September is on your calendar over the next two weeks. From a practical perspective, we're already in the fourth quarter as it relates to generation of business. I'm suggesting you do whatever you need to do now to ensure that you have a very carefully planned week, that four-day week after Labor Day, that contains everything that's meaningful to you and that's important to you in terms of your business. And then every week after that, until you decide to take time off for the holidays, is the same way because you gave it enough lead time. So let's talk about the October call. In the October call, it's the same question, but maybe asked slightly differently. We may ask, is there any reason that we should meet with your tax advisor to discuss strategies you might want to consider before the end of the year? Would you like to participate or attend a tax or investment seminar that we have planned for November? Now, obviously, if you don't have one planned, but you have several people that say, yes, I would be interested in that, you have time to gather resources available to you and you put one together that's world class. Remember, midterm elections have consequences that in a lot of ways are more significant to people than presidential elections because there's just more turbulence, it seems. So be prepared for calls that discuss your view of what the midterm election results mean or might mean within a few days. Develop your bank of questions and be prepared to offer perspectives. That's what people are looking for. Early in November, this is a great time to place relationship type calls. A client of mine once said to me, you know, Christy, I don't even look at Christmas cards anymore. I have seen every conceivable picture of a house on a hill in the snow that there is. And cards that don't even have a handwritten note on them are just frankly of no value. So I'm going to recommend that in November, you write a handwritten note to people as part of a Thanksgiving card and say just a quick note to tell you how grateful I am that I have the opportunity to help you and your family. And the card doesn't replace a call. Right? I still suggest that you schedule time to reach out to priority people so that they can hear your voice telling them that you appreciate them, you care about them. But the handwritten note that you send is going to impact people because they're going to receive maybe three Thanksgiving cards versus 300 Christmas or Hanukkah cards, right? This screams, you're important to me. In mid-December, of course, call and wish them an appropriate holiday, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, etc. I hope you enjoy the season. Ask them what they have planned and with whom. It's important for us to understand who they invest their time with during holidays on special occasions. 
And then, of course, I'd ask, is there anything I can do for you between now and the end of the year? Why don't we get together the first of the year so that we can talk about what you want to accomplish in 2023 and what we're thinking is likely to unfold in 23 so that together we can create a plan of action to get you where you want to be as early as possible in the new year. Is that something you'd like to do? Be prepared for a lot of people that say, yeah, I'd like to have that conversation with you, which means you need to have on your schedule during the very first week of January, the names of people who have said to you, yeah, I want to talk with you. If you do this enough, here's what happens. You'll have a full calendar. People will be prepared to talk with you about what they want done, what they see, what they're concerned about. You'll have an opportunity to do more business with them, more business with them. And you'll have an opportunity to really tap their networks at that point. One of the things that we always want to do in conversations is discuss their extended family. If they're young enough to have their parents that are still alive, we ask how are their parents doing. If they're old enough that their children are adults, we ask how their children are doing. If we keep notes about the people that are important to them, the things that are important to them, it's pretty simple to have a conversation about those things, individuals, charities that they want taken care of. And then in the early January of call, uh, January call, of course, we're going to ask about their holidays, right? The vacation that they took over the holidays with their family to Florida. But we need to be specific because amnesia is for amateurs. It's important that we remember the things that people tell us, the things that are meaningful to them. And we'll talk further about the mid-January conversations and meetings in a future Focus 15. But one question that you really, really want to focus in on, in fact, it might deserve a special place on your desk, is what needs to happen in 2023 for you to feel really good about the progress that you've made? So I want to bring back the, the lessons that Joe shared with me, exactly where we started this conversation today. And it's the lessons about planning your moves well in advance. As a master of seeing around the corner and causing a successful landing, if you will, every time, I asked Joe, what were the foundational elements of his success? And here's what he shared with me. And there were five things. He said, number one, trust that your training was adequate and you have mastered what's required to be successful. You want to trust the way that you've prepared yourself is going to bring about the success that you're looking for. You have to trust in your plan and trust that the execution consistently of your plan is going to create the results. The second is that you must trust that your crew knows exactly what they're doing. You can watch one minute of Top Gun and see that there are a couple dozen people around the aircraft, both when it's launched and when it returns, right? They're the team and you have to trust them. But trust is developed through an unwavering commitment to team preparation. No one is exempt. The third thing he said is you trust that the communication is clear. 
in your communication with your team, your clients, your prospects, your COIs, your communication is clear because you've thought about it, you've refined it, you've rehearsed it. It's meaningful, planned, and purposeful. The fourth thing he said is the mission was understood. Right? It's absolutely critical that everybody understands what the mission is. And in this case, it's the mission of your reason for picking up the phone, for having a meeting, for asking a question. That mission needs to be clear to you and clear to anybody that you've involved at this point with your clients or your prospects. Because we're not just serving the client. We're giving the client reason to involve us to a deeper extent, to become involved with their family, their businesses, charities, to actually be willing to not just refer us, but actually endorse us and introduce us to people. And we'll talk about the difference between being referred versus introduced and endorsed in a future Focus 15. Remember, to these people, these clients, these prospects, these partners, you are the strategist, the synergist. You're the catalyst. You are the gateway to resources they can't get on their own. And they don't need more data or information, right? Knowledge is valuable, but wisdom, your understanding of them and getting them what they want, that's what they're willing to pay you for. The final element he said was your inspection of your plane is thorough. And the plane for you is your practice. So inspect what you're doing, how you're doing it, with whom you're doing it, often and thoroughly. Involve others in that inspection. Make a commitment to yourself, your team, and your clients to keep the engine of your practice in top shape and fully fueled at all times without compromise even when you've flown this route a thousand times. In other words, clarity and commitment at all times leave nothing to chance. So here's the commitment I challenge you to make to yourself. When you wake up on September 6th, invest 15 minutes listening to the next Focus 15. Pull your team together and say, we have the plan, we have the priorities, let's execute. Because execution is success. At the end of every day, from now until the end of the year, and maybe now until forever. The question to ask yourself is, did I or we as a team execute the plan today to the best of our ability? Did we go full throttle? 